Welcome to Answers That Count. If you own a business, you can count on us to give you the answers you need to succeed in all aspects of your business. And now, here's your host, Charles Musgrove. Hello and welcome back. I am Charles Musgrove, your host of Answers That Count. Thank you so much for joining us for another exciting show. You know what we do. We try to bring nuggets of knowledge to those people that are watching, that are listening to our show. And you can listen to all of our podcasts on whatever your favorite podcast channel. We're out there. Look for Answers That Count. We're also on YouTube. So if you're listening or watching on YouTube right now, be sure and Make sure that you subscribe and hit the alert button so that you'll be notified when we drop another video out there. Leave us some comments. Leave, leave us some questions on YouTube. And we're also, believe it or not, if you're watching us on, on uh, TV or on YouTube right now, we're also on Roku TV and on Fire TV. So make sure that you subscribe to us there and hit the notification button. And we just want to let you know we're coming to you from the 30A studio near Destin, Florida. And we're in Studio A. We call it Studio A because it's for answers that count. So thank you for joining us. And we have another great guest on our show today. I want to welcome Scott Felstead. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you, Charles. Glad to be here. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk insurance. We're going to talk uh, running from dogs. We're going to talk new things in the insurance world. we got a great show on tap for us today. So... (laughs) Everybody that's watching and listening, just buckle up, set back, and get ready to enjoy a great show. Scotty is a career insurance person. Scott, you started the insurance industry, I think, when you were 10 years old because you've been doing it for 35 and 35 years. And I swear you're only, you, you, look, you don't even look 45 years old right now. So, Scott, tell me about that. You got started yeah, early, um, right? I did, real early. 1985, started with Rogers Benefit Group. And Rogers Benefit Group, you are located over in Jacksonville, Florida. We are. We're a national general agency. We actually connect the insurance carriers to smart local brokers um, known for passing and pushing a lot of product through the marketplace quickly. Uh, we're, we're a national firm started in 1947. So I've had the good fortune of, uh, being with the same company for 35 years. And, uh, uh, it's really been a passion of ours here at Rogers. Good. So you're, you're basically the way I like to say it. You're the agent for the agencies. We are, we've got, um, so we, we manage and service and market in 31 of the Northern counties in Florida out of the 67. So from the villages, all the way up through Jacksonville, all the way out through Pensacola, and uh, work with about 400 independent brokers in the, in that uh, region. That's a lot. So, you know, I, we're going to talk some good technical stuff with insurance, but before we get started with that, I have known you for, I don't know, probably 10 years or longer, and I, I can always count on you to uh, bring some awesome dog stories. Now, I'm a, I love dogs. I've, I always have dogs, and I have been uh, I've been known to carry my dogs to work, and they're in my office. So I'm a passionate dog lover, and that is that seems to contrast with with your uh, love for dogs and how dogs love you. I think that's probably the the real story is that that dogs do, you're you are not dog uh, a best friend to dogs. Is that is that right? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty ironic. I grew up with uh, large dogs, labs, and and the like. And um, even when I visited your office 10, 15 years ago, 
uh, you had some pretty frisky canine units running around and it was always pretty obvious that, uh, they were drawn to me. So, um, I've been able to survive for 58 years now and, um, but always on the lookout. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we could, we could have many dog stories and I, I can't tell it. I can't give the story justice, but you told you, uh, were, <laughs> were telling me one story about, um, a, a dog and a garbage can in your neighborhood in Tallahassee, Florida, and how you had to escape the oncoming snarl of a dog by jumping into the garbage can. Is that is that uh, a fair? Yes, that's accurate. Yeah, I was held captive for about 30 minutes. I was able to uh, escape unscathed, but had to have a neighbor come down and and uh, haul me out of there and throw me in their car and, and uh, take me home. I was taking my garbage out uh, at my townhome in Tallahassee, and a white pit bull from nowhere just uh, decided to to uh, chase me right into the dumpster. One of one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, and it's uh, I think you've told me that you've had to jump on top of tables before and and uh, to, to escape dogs. And it's funny because we were we were uh, we had a mutual client and they had a glass table so you could see through the table to what was underneath on the ground and. And uh, that the client also had a large boxer. The boxer probably weighed a hundred pounds, and uh, I think you you had you you stayed distracted the entire meeting because that dog was under the glass table, and I, I swear you were you were on the verge of jumping on top of that table at any minute. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt about it. I I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh. You've got nothing on the the postal the post people that deliver the mail. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, you no. would you would never be able to to be a, a <laughs> to deli- to a mail carrier. <laughs> no, wouldn't stand a chance for a day. I, now I have to ask: Do you carry some type of uh, mace spray for dogs, or do you carry some type of dog repellent with you? Always. Uh, my my most recent uh, episode was in Tallahassee. There was a young couple with a black bulldog, not on a leash, and uh, they picked him up. And as I passed by, and I, I almost got home, and I saw that thing charging me, and it was, I was yelling, "Call him off! Call him off!" And I ended up having to spray him um, uh, to, to avoid a confrontation. It was disabling. It, w- it was very unfortunate, but uh, yeah, I'm always always prepared for that. <laughs> well, the good thing about that is you're prepared, so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have a, a a warning on your chest or something. <laughs> Approaching dogs will be sprayed. <laughs> oh yeah, even the friendly always, ones. always prepared. <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> so uh, let let's move on to the uh, to some yeah. insurance matters. So you you've been telling me that that the insurance market is is going to be changing in in uh, the North Florida area. But before we get to more of a a local level what insurance is always a topical discussion on the federal level where where we have you know it's even a topic right now in the presidential debate so what do you see on the federal basis mm-hmm. as far as um, nationalizing the the health care system or is it going to move more is it going to stay where it's at on the private side or what do you see happening there I know we got kind of a dismantling of of Obamacare but what do you see in the in the future Crystal ball it for us, Scotty. Yeah. Well, you know, very simple. Um, healthcare is just one of those political issues where there's 
little or no compromise. It's such an emotional issue. Uh, these rates are not very sustainable. We became uh, concerned about rates. My father is with Rogers in uh, for 40 years. And I remember getting a call from him in 1993 when employee rates approached $100. And that wasn't that long ago. And uh, if you look at uh, what healthcare costs in our country today, uh, these rates are really a, a natural, a national concern, if you will. The, um, the, the Medicare for all threat has been subsided. I know that um, Bernie Sanders uh, was, was a huge proponent of that. And uh, we might eventually go to that system. It's not affordable now. Uh, regardless of what happens in November, it appears that uh, health care will remain um, in, in the hands of, of the insurance companies. But um, we may have a public option down the road, Charles, for sure. Um, but uh, something's got to give. These employers just need, really need some relief. And, and we're constantly working on intelligent, tax-efficient ways to buy health care uh, for your company. That's what we specialize in. Yeah, I guess the, um, you know, the speed of change that we see on a on a federal basis may, it, that's going to vary depending on the election outcome, if the, if the White House changes, if the Senate changes, and if the House changes. So, you know, if you get all of those aligned with one party, then you could see change a lot faster than, than it would be otherwise. Uh, there's no doubt. You guys do a heck of a job helping employers um, manage their cost of doing business. And, um, you know, sick, our, our studies show that 67% of all employers in Florida are being overcharged. Um, most of the time, not to anybody's fault. It's just that what they bought five years ago hasn't been upgraded. And um, 86% of employers in Florida are not aware of what's available to them in the marketplace, whether it be a fully insured solution, maybe new to their market, um, or a dividend producing plan where they're actually in a profit sharing arrangement with the insurance company. They simply are either being overcharged or not aware of what's available. And it's normally both. So we're, uh, I certainly am not in favor of the trajectory of uh, small group marketing right now. We've got a lot of work to do in North Florida and some great news on the horizon. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a good point that it's really incumbent upon the agents to to be updated, to be informed, so that they can they can educate the employers to know about the changes. Because uh, that those statistics that you just rattled off are, are startling. Uh, that the, the number of employers mm -hmm. that are being overcharged, and a lot of that's just a result of them not being aware of the of the available plans that are out there. And you mentioned one of the things that you mentioned was mm -hmm. a fully insured option. So. Explain explain what that what that is. Just just kind of keep it high level. But what is the fully insured mm -hmm. option? Well, the uh, the scope of what we do at Rogers, and especially here in Florida, is we we help brokers and ultimately the the consumer all the way from individual and Medicare insurance to small group to large group, normally up to five hundred lives. The individual is a whole different approach. Now that the individual mandate was repealed a year ago, there's not as much pressure there. The employers that have at least 51 employees based on the previous calendar year are in partnership with the Internal Revenue Service, and, and they're buying health care and paying the majority of the premium. 
it's the small employers that have between two and 50 employees that are really struggling to find a quality advisor. One that's very, very up to speed on what's available in the marketplace and knows how to build a plan design that is sustainable, not just a year solution, but is sustainable over time. Health savings accounts continue to be under undersold. And uh, to answer your question on a fully insured uh, solution, those are those are modified community rates. They're unisex, which is an interesting way to price healthcare. They're strictly age driven and uh, don't take even industry into perspective. So some groups are best in in, uh, in a fully insured solution, but uh, we're concerned about uh, that those three to one rate compressed uh, offerings by the carriers, but have good news on the way for all of North Florida uh, for fourth quarter in 2021. We've got huge rate relief impacting the markets. Before we get to that, the what's the, the description or the name that's given to the plan type where the employer shares in the risk, meaning that if they have good uh, results as far as claims for the year that they may get a refund of the premium that was paid in, and they they kind of cap out what their maximum exposure is. Sure. Uh, so those products are called level funded solutions. We we call them dividend producing plans. So in the small group space, it's 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 pretty much self funding with training wheels, meaning that if you if your claims are less than projected for a group for your specific group then you'll get either the entire difference or a portion of it back to the employer on the 15th month in the form of a check. Right. And those average about um, $12,500 a year. And those are the healthier groups, normally blue to gray collar, but those are, those are level funded solutions. And uh, uh, for the groups that qualify, they need to, to own a product like that. Absolutely. I, I was introduced to that. Uh, three or four years ago and and have been participating in that for our company and that that's been a very good plan it's uh you know what your what your top exposure is you know what the maximum premium is and if you have uh, good results good claims history for the year then you're like you said you're going to get to participate in that those uh those good results so that that means that the insurance company mm-hmm. is not taking all the goody they're 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 participating in that benefit back with the employer which is good so those are some of the changes that I think what you had mentioned before is that the the agents that are dealing with the companies, the employers, they need to be on top of their game so that they can educate the employers as to the change in the plans that are available. Uh, there's no doubt. And uh, learning just isn't in college. It's a, it's a lifelong uh, challenge. And, and with healthcare today, you can easily fade into irrelevancy uh, the average insurance agent in Florida is a 58 and a half year old individual. So there's um, you've got to work hard behind the scenes to be relevant and uh, and make smart. Rep- Absolutely. Uh, if you're if you're watching out there, make sure that you leave us a comment in the uh, down down below. Uh, Scott, are you good there? I'm good. Okay. Let's jump into, you'd kind of given reference to, kind of teased us on the changes that are coming to North Florida. So tell us what you can about those changes that we're looking at that, well, I guess will be 
uh, discussed in the fourth quarter and then made effective in the first quarter of 2021? Sure. It's um, we have we have developed uh, through the leading carriers some smaller network products where the employer can buy the smaller network. COVID-19 requires protection and our largest competitor remains the uninsured population. So we've been smart to help develop an affordable entry point for the employers to say, hey, I'm gonna buy you guys this product. And if you want the, the network that includes Mayo, Moffitt, Shands, with a better prescription card, then um, the agent's coming out Wednesday morning to do the enrollment. So we have got a product that is available in North Florida. We're about to bring it to um, Bay, Walton, Leon, Wakulla, Jefferson County, January 1st. Uh, most of the counties out there have had it since January of 2020. So we're looking at um, roughly 20% rate discounts compared to um, current rates being charged. It'll be very exciting and it couldn't be better timed with COVID-19 not only requiring protection, but just a a laser focus on cash conservation for the employers. Yeah, that's Um, good. So so we'll put your email address in the the notes and in the description of the, in the comments section on, on YouTube. So those that are watching or listening, be sure if you've got questions, you can contact Scotty through that email that I have posted out there. Uh, that'd be great. I'd be um, more than happy to to help employers. We get calls constantly, and then we'll put them in the hands of a quality local um, agent, as we are a wholesaler, a general agent, kind of the manufacturer's rep, if you will. We don't write direct, but I can certainly um, get these employers, these challenged employers, in, in good hands immediately. Good. So it sounded like um, you were describing a better plan at 20% less rates. Is it, did I understand that correctly? Yes. So what we're, what we're reading about Florida and probably nationally, one third of these employers are experiencing a boom. So, you know, anything with an outboard engine or laptops or bicycles or, uh, you know, the Marine business, um, furniture companies, they're all doing well. Landscapers, they're doing well and experiencing a boom one-third were forced to work remote and um, they're starting to uh, grow a a little bit and then one-third are in deep trouble and looking for government money so we are uh, bringing some more competitive options to the marketplace and again it's been way overdue Um, and uh, the first month that it was available here in jacksonville and um, ocala and and some of the other areas pensacola uh, we had over 300 small um, accounts come through our office and that's how that's how much uh, these employers are starving for some affordable health care that's a lot rightfully so so are you when that happens are the the same doctor groups same physicians they're going to be in network that probably the employers and the and the people are experiencing now so you're not going to see a shift that they're all of a sudden going to lose their favorite doctor uh in order to go to this new plan yeah, it'll be about 70% uh, match on, on our, our big, robust national PPO networks. It'll be about 70%. And um, so if their doctor is not in it or 
they they need a, a stronger pharmacy card, Charles. It, it, we're also going to offer a high plan for them to buy up to through a payroll deduction system. Okay. So those 30% that are dropping off, are those most likely going to be the, the specialty practices? They will be. And the, and the centers of excellence like Mayo Clinic is normally not in the, in the smaller network uh, plans. And that's a relevant piece over here in Jacksonville, but it allows an employer to sign up for the Mayo Clinic network and not have to buy it for 15 people. Good. So how do, how would the, how would you be able to bifurcate that so that the employer could buy that up? Yeah. So a group that's got 10 or more employees, we're going to show them three different plans, like a bronze, silver, and a gold plan. And the bronze plan will be the skinnier network option. And then there'll be a middle plan, hopefully a health savings account, because that is a a um, either use it or keep it triple tax friendly medical IRA for lack of a better term. And then a very rich copay plan for the heavier utilizer. So it's kind of like a healthcare buffet line that we created uh, decades ago and the employee can, can make their selection, which is more sustainable than an employer picking a plan. Healthcare is not one size fits all and shouldn't be. No, that's true. So the uh, when you said a use it or lose it on the HSA, that that doesn't mean they have to use whatever they put in for the year. They can carry that. That's that's built up in their HSA plan that they can use sometime in the future if they don't use it in one year. That's correct. So the health savings account is not a use it or lose it like an FSA. Maybe it's a use it or keep it product. Right. That rolls over year after year. You can put thirty six hundred dollars in it or 7,200 for a family year after year. And, and uh, we're talking to uh, clients that, uh, you know, that have a hundred thousand bucks in their HSA and um, they can use it for Medicare premiums and, and um, give them maybe earlier permission to retire once they evaluate what uh, retirement requires. Absolutely. That's a great benefit. So what are the, uh, the, what's the flexibility or the ability to invest that money that's over in the HSA account? Yeah, they, most of the uh, insurance companies will have a bank that they're affiliated with and it works in perfect conjunction, um, but they can lo- go to their local bank and say, hey, um, do you guys have um, health savings accounts? I'd like to open one here. That way, if the uh, member changes insurance companies, they've got it in, in an independent financial institution. Some, after you have a certain um, limit or a certain uh, balance, They'll allow you to, to put those monies in index funds. And, you know, I don't know if you should be speculative with your health care dollars, but uh, we've had a health savings account at Rogers Benefit Group for all 400 of our employees. And um, we really like having that product and that some of my associates are building up um, impressive balances versus giving it all to an insurance company. Absolutely. And that's that's uh, tax deferred at best. So. That is a great option. That's a that's a way to to stack money away uh, tax free now and use it in the future for uh, qualified health benefits or health reasons. So payment of health costs. So that's a, I would strongly encourage that. So that's a, a way to go. What else to look? What else are we looking for uh, that that could be introduced in 2020 and start for sure in 21. Well, there's just such a focus on affordability right now with COVID, and and, uh, there's just so much uncertainty. Consumer confidence uh, 
um, is quite a bit lower than it was um, in March or April incrementally. This, uh, this COVID is, is hard to predict the path of, um, of COVID. We're all really battling against this. I've never seen such a high percentage of accounts coming in, Charles, that um, have never previously offered benefits to their employees. So there's, um, there's a major concern for healthcare right now, but um, a new account like that, you know, their current costs are zero, but their current network of doctors is zero. And uh, they are, they really benefit from some of these lower price solutions that are entering the marketplace. Do, do, do you offer any uh, disability insurance also? We do. And, and, and disability sales are up. People have, um, have actually, uh, experienced the real consequences of not having an income right. with, uh, with COVID losing jobs, um, going out in disability and, and the employer not having a sick leave plan. So disability sales are up and, uh, th- over the years have been very under marketed in the, in the marketplace. Absolutely. So the, I could see that, you know, the health insurance is going to cover the cost related to being sick. So you got your health insurance covers there, but the, it does not cover, if you have a loss of income. So the way to get that is going to be disability. So I could see uh, happening what you're describing, that you've got an, an uptick in uh, more employers looking at purchasing health insurance, but they also are uh, responding to the possibility of people being out of work and have having the ability to, to, uh, to cover that for the employees uh, as they're out, as they miss work. So I could see those two going hand in hand. Sure. Sure, it's uh, we've been impressed with uh, the construction companies and and uh, that one third of the industries that are doing well in spite of COVID nineteen or in spite of the economy and um, continuing to grow. So, some firms, as, as you well know, Charles, have just downright offered benefits through thick and thin over the years for the right reasons. It's a it's a large part of the employees' compensation and. Um, we're finding something very interesting right now, if you don't mind me sharing. Sure. If the employee deductions are um, more than 20 bucks a week for healthcare, our enrollments really suffer. There's a there's just a heightened awareness of people having a lower paycheck. So you need a holistic and a generous employer that realizes that group insurance is the most tax efficient way to buy healthcare in our country today. Absolutely. Scott, we're gonna take a a break as we sign off for the radio audience but everybody stick around because we're going to be right back with with more with scotty felstead so hold on scotty everybody just hold on just a minute you've been listening and you've been watching answers account i'm your host charles musgrove for those that are on youtube that are watching this hang on we'll be right back answers that count is brought to you by the bean team for all your business accounting needs visit beanteam.com for more info you can listen to more episodes of answers that count on youtube spotify apple podcasts and iHeartRadio, or visit answers that count.com 